This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 335 of She Podcasts. I am your host, Jessica Kufferman. We have a guest host today. Elsie Escobar couldn't be with us, but Sherlock Holmes is here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sherlock is here to tell you about everything she's found out about many things, including the metaverse and what the hell? and all the new microphones that people send her. So, oh my god, <laughs> dude! You know what? <clears throat> I have. I have a, a suggestion for our title. I'm going to put it in our Already? Chat. Already, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I put it inside of our show notes, but I also put it, I'm putting it in the, in the I chat. I made the mistake of telling Elsie about Oculus this morning and how there's no research on whether or not it affects a growing <sighs> brain. And she goes, who do you think you're talking to about research? <laughs> That's not. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you had morphed into a into a tech detective a detective. oh my god get it's it not like i haven't been doing this cut no that's what i'm saying i'm saying that when you said that to me it's not like i haven't been thinking about this already it's of sort course. of like and in, your kids are older than mine. mine it just makes me you know just brains are important that's all brains are absolutely there are millions of people who let their children play with oculus with like of all different they do have a brain i believe and uh They've not thought one minute about whether or not it's going to affect their children. And that's fine. I just, it, it, it worries me because brains are important. Absolutely. I just. The yeah, sharper, I, the yeah. better, I think. Yeah. The, the thing, yeah. I know I, that's I guess controversial. But. To my, you know, when I've been looking at all this stuff, I'm thinking like, how come we are so caught up with like the new thing? I know it's all over your head, but. Me? Does, no, no, no. We Oculus. as a people? Oh. People like, you know, people like, oh, it's over your head and you're doing all these things, right? Like getting it right over your head. But but I told you, we are, we have our faces on devices all day, every day. It's what we do. It's like it's that constant adrenaline to the brain. You don't really think that that's effective. No, affecting no, people's no other brains? device is is literally on my head. Right. But and, and taking over my forward and peripheral vision like it takes over your entire Absolutely. visual capability i so am totally there with you that said though brains stimulation <laughs> it's the same thing we are dopamine addicted it's different to that because... constant stimulation of more 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 better that you know what i mean it's just, it's to me it feels like we are already there i'm not i'm not discounting the fact that there's no studies on the oculus stuff but we're kind of already messed up i mean that might be true <laughs> but this us. is just different because it simulates movement where there is none like right. you can simulate walking while sitting down but you're still 
like you can sit down on your couch and you, you don't have to be standing up. You can there's a sitting down mode, but you can still move the joystick forward and backward as if you're moving yourself and it feels like you're moving and also like you may barf. That's for me anyway. Like it's right, there's like a the lot of you can get motion sickness while sitting still. It's kind of fucked up. You're right. I mean, it's true. We don't have studies on a lot of the stuff that we do, but this is something that like infiltrates your brain and makes you think yeah. you're actually seeing something else. You're somewhere else in your brain. So it's in your different. brain. The other brain is being no matter what I look at on the screen. I still see my shitty ass office. It's <laughs> behind oh it. God. But that's different. Uh, I hear you. Hey, I'm not discounting all that stuff. I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying that I do think about it a lot. But yeah, me too. Okay. That's it. Let's get started with the show. So do you want me to talk about the microphone or do you want me to to do us to talk about Mom 2.0? And we also have some news to talk about too. So I don't know what you want us to do. I mean, it's your show. Oh my God. See, she's got an attitude. <sighs> That's not an attitude. That's just lack of. We have the microphones first on the show notes and then the news. And that's let's just do that. It's fine. All right. Okay. Well, then you just told me. So these are some tool tips, people, because we have tool tips. Elsie's <laughs> tool tips. <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> Ouch. Maybe you should turn your headphones down. Maybe I should. Oh, my God. All right. So listen, this is um, for those of you who happen to be here today, you can actually see this microphone. And for those of you who are listening to the show, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash she podcasts. And very soon we will have our YouTube channel nice and easily accessible so that you're able to watch this as well. By the way, I just noticed on our Facebook page that if you can't watch the show because it's noisy, it makes captions while we're talking. I'm watching yeah. it right now. It's amazing. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll isn't it amazing? It, it I like is. it too. It is so incredible. Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so the it. team over at Samsung, and that is S-A-M-S-O-N, okay, who make my number one favorite microphone for a starter podcast, which is the Samsung Q2Yun, which I, I often talk about, have Samson. just set... I'm sorry. Samson. Samson. Yeah. Uh, they have just uh, sent me this new microphone right now, which is the one that's in front of me right now. And this is the Samson, Samson, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to say it. Samson. Samson. How do you pronounce that printer company? E-P-S-O-N. E-P. Epson? Samson. Samson. All right. Whatever. Samson. <laughs> Samson. Epson in it's an I N even though it's O N. Who's the in? Greek the Greek guy Samson? that was really strong with the long hair until they cut yes, his hair? That's Samsung. Samsung. You call him Samsung? Samson. I knew it. You're being fancy. No, I'm not. I'm Samson. As Samson. in Samson and Delilah. Samson. There we go. No. Are we ever gonna get to this, Mike? I mean, now I'm just derailing it on purpose. I know you are. I actually don't even know. I get so caught up. I don't know how to say this. And I'm trying. And okay, I cannot it's understand two, it's how two to words. change my, my say, word. Say Sam. Sam. Son. No. No. It's Samson. 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 I, now right. I think I'm on, on Elsie's right? side. Samson. Yeah, it's not Samson. Samson. Go ahead, though. 
How do you spell it? S A M. Oh my God. Samson. But it's not Samson. Have you ever heard someone say Samson? It's not because you make it sound like Samsung. Oh, Samsung. That's a different company. It's not Samsung. It's Samson. It's like a guy whose name. Oh my God. That's correct. A guy who's named Sam had a son. (laughs) Samson. Samson. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So sorry, Samson. Now that I know how to say it, I okay. think. Please, I please continue with your, okay, with your tech review. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the new microphone that I just got from Sans- Samson. It's the, it's the Q9U, Q9U, and it is an XLR and USB microphone, all right? So why we love XLR USB microphones, because you can plug this puppy directly into your computer, and if you happen to have an audio interface, something that, or a digital recorder with XLR inputs, you can act, you can put that in there. So right now I'm using it. Uh, plugged into the Rodecaster Pro, and I'm super stoked by it. It is a hefty microphone. It is by far the biggest microphone that I own. And I'm just going to really quickly hold for those people who are here the 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 MV7, which is a smaller mic. Look at how, look at that. I have it like right beneath it. And it's like, it is so much bigger. Don't you think? For the microphone, for anybody who's watching. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'll see your microphone's very, very big. Yes, and then and then here's the other one. This is the Q2U, that, that Q2U that's like right below it. It's also a tiny little mic. This guy is huge. So huge. And huge. And it's have very heavy, very nice build. I like it. And now that I've been using it for this is gonna be my second podcast recording that I used it for. I just used it for episode two seventeen of the feed. I've been using it in some in Zoom calls. I used it for one of our Q and A's in our membership, Jess, just because I wanted to test it out. And it seems like it's got some really good sound. It is absolutely one hundred percent directional, meaning that you really have to talk directly into the microphone. There is really no in the way that you're using the um, the MV seven. Sometimes with the MV seven, you can you can talk across it, and it still really has a lot of uh, boom. This one, you you really need to talk straight into it. And there's no way that you can make this gigantic microphone um, subtle. It's not very low profile, but it's there. And it's it's a great, it's $150 though. It's a great mic for 150 bucks. It's really great. They also sent me this boom arm that you can see for those of you who are watching. It is, um, let me look at the, at the thing in the show notes there so that I make sure that I get it right. So the boom arm is the MBA38. It is very strong and sturdy and it adjusts very easily. One of the things that I really like about this boom arm is I can easily put my chair down and then bring this puppy down and then have it be right in front of me. I'm standing up today recording. I can just push it up and it, stands up and it's very like it's it's amazing i really love it it's huge um and again um it works very well it has a really nice build so i really like both of them this the, the boom arm is 99 dollars. i'll see most women say that it's not the size of the ship it's the motion of the ocean why is it good to have a large microphone when podcasting a large microphone? I didn't say it was good to have a large microphone. You keep I, saying how huge it is. Well, I do say that it's very huge because it is the most, the the thing that brings the most attention to me because I have never had a huge microphone before. 
The microphones that I've it. used have been relatively small. Is so this one huge that I'm using? No, no, that is not huge. I was just showing you. That's the Shure MV7, which I thought was a nice size. I, I can feel travel. like it's huge. Well, then when you... Okay, so you think that that's huge. If you got this microphone sent to you, you would go, holy crap, this is huge. So, I guess you're right. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. You wouldn't know. You might not be able to handle that mic. You know what? Some women can't handle large ships. You're right. In the ocean. Well, I meant it because you have to talk right into it and you can't... Um, oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Well, if it were large, wouldn't it be easy to talk right into? No, dude, because you'd probably push it away from your face. Lena wants to know how it's attached. Like, it's coming out of the air, it looks like, in the screen. So, like, do you have it attached to your desk or is it yeah. a floor? It's a desk. I wish you could, I can show you, but I don't think that you can see it because it's on the other so side. So some of us can't use C-clamps because we don't have that, like, like the the, the uh, part of my desk where you would clamp is like this big and you can't because of the Oh, floor. you have a big old giant. So I always have desk. to have an arm on the floor. Yeah. Well, that's not yeah, a I have a, it's a C-clamp, Lena. It's a C-clamp. It is, um, for sure, I just. Yeah, but I do have one. Tighten it up onto the desk and stuff. So right, where Jess Jess has a desktop model where it has a big weighted base. Oh, so. you have that so that it doesn't. Oh, I see. I get it. Right. So you I didn't just used to... to have this, and I would knock it all over Helen Creation. And do you remember when I had one on the floor and yes. it would come in like this? But then when I would go like this, I would knock it <laughs> all correct. over the floor. Oh my god! And then what yeah. happened? I couldn't take it anymore, so I said, "Here, take this home with you. Yeah, and put your microphone like, in this. Yeah." <laughs> And actually, it's it's been very good. Yeah, I know. this is all to say. Now, this this is the kind of stuff that you have to understand when it comes to your podcasting setup. Because number one, just like Jess and Lena were talking about, if you can't have a C clamp because you your office or the desk in where you do your recording, you can't clamp it. Then you have to really go out of your way to figure out what actually is going to work work for you. The other thing that Jess was talking about when she was flailing her arms and knocking things over. This is a real thing. Like, it's not fun. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny in the sense that, like, this is a thing. It happens to some people. If you understand how you are when you're recording and you know that you're really expressive and you move things around, you have to have something that gets out of your way. Yeah. You, you, because if not, it's going to make recording really awkward. It's, Which, let's be honest, it's already awkward as it is. It's already awkward, correct. I Except think. when you have this large microphone in front of your face. It's like super huge. Uh, <laughs> but, oh no, but you know, this is the thing that I really like too. Like for those of you, again, who are watching, I'm sorry. You can very easily move this thing out. So let's say I'm here and I don't want to see it in my in my line of vision. I can just watch this, Jess. Watch, watch. Ooh, that is clever. So I mean, I can I do that like, like this. <laughs> it's like a, such an easy. <laughs> and for those audio listeners right now, they're swinging their mics. I'm back not sure that's a forth. feature. I'm not sure that's a feature. No, else. that's not a feature. No, that's a. Yeah. No. What I like about it is because it's it's on. A, so the clamp stays clamped and then it's got a little like um, rotation device. It's kind of like a crane. I would imagine like I just like a construction crane that turns around and goes on its like axis. That's what this thing looks. What? Just tell them to Google a goddamn C-clamp boom arm. Yeah, you but don't need to maybe... describe it for everyone. Whatever. <laughs> this is an audio experience. We are. 
Okay, if you want the full experience, Elsie is rocking share hair with a turquoise <laughs> necklace with a round amulet, a black tank top. Oh my god! And she looks unusually tan, which indicates to me that she's been forcing herself to go outside, even though probably she wants to stay in and work. You Correct? are so right. This is Sherlock too. That you're right. I've Boom. been going outside. I've been. I started to Watson. go outside again. Sherlock, you, Jess. No, you I'm got Watson. It, man. She can be Sherlock. I, I'm I have been going out. I even remember that um, text message that I sent to you. Where I was like, I was recording the Lipson like trailer, and I had to keep my arms close to my, to my. Okay, well, I have fixed the problem. Ooh, what is the problem? Your armpits? <laughs> yes. Oh, my armpits. Man, don't you remember that? It was like this. It was like my armpits were like this. El, uh, she was Elsie, uh, El Natural. She Elsie didn't, <laughs> didn't want to wave her arms around because she had body hair. Not that there's anything wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it, mind you. Please. Please don't like feel send me. free to I never shave your body hair ever again if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome to do that. Mind you, it's so funny because I'd sent the same text over to Randy, right? I, I was talking to him about it and I was just like, this was kind of embarrassing because I didn't even know it was happening because I don't see myself very often that way. And I was wearing a tank top and I was recording a video and moving around. And I was like, oh, my God, like it was just so extra. Yeah, very extra. <laughs> and so. I, and again, I don't have a sh shame around that, but it was very extra when it was like HD videos. And this is for a company podcast. Right. You like, can, you, you can know what I mean? braid it. Yes, I could have braided it. And so the, then yeah. I told Randy and I was like, look at, look at my arms. And he was like, you've been like that since I met you. Mm. And I was like, oh, Randy prefers it because you smell like the earth <laughs> when you don't shave. I'm sure. I'm sure you smell like grass. <gasps> really? And, and goat dirt when you don't shave goat your dirt. arms. And I don't know what goat dirt is. I'm making it up on the fly. Hey, it's not easy to make things up on the fly, you know. Really? You're a genius. But it doesn't make it easy. I'm just saying Randy probably prefers your earthy, your natural scent to, you know, a non-hairy, deodorant-covered, fake armpit. Smell? I mean, everyone smells, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's, that that's was a weird segment. Off we go. All that to say, <laughs> I think we derailed this. Anyway, if you guys yes. want any more insight into the, the new Samsung products that I got, please feel free to email feedback at shepodcast.com and I will answer those questions for you in, a, in an upcoming episode. How about, how about that? And hang um, on, if I could for just one second, because I got the yeah. first recording that Elsie right. did with this microphone. And it was, the sound was really good and it was very, it was loud. Like in other words, uh -huh. yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was loud. I really didn't have to process it that much. So that was good. I mean, I didn't have to do anything as far as trying to bring the volume up where I've had to do that on other microphones of yours. Yeah. I think that I set the levels in the same way that I set them for the MV7 when I kind of fixed the problem. Uh, but I do think that this specific microphone, yeah, is kind of perfect out of the gate kind of thing. I didn't really have to do too much setup for it. So it's a good mic. It's a great mic for 150 bucks. That's all I have to say, especially because it's USB XLR. The only thing that I would say is if you are planning on having um, and being able to record in a lot of different places where you don't really have a specific recording area for yourself, you maybe can't really use a, one microphone 
and um, you got to keep moving around and moving things around. This is probably not the microphone for you, again, just because it's so big and there's no... It just takes up a lot more space and it's just hard. It's harder to be moving it around from place to place. This is not a microphone I would carry with me if I'm going on the road, you know? Wait, I, just, I thought we were done with the microphone. We are now. It <laughs> seems like. No, I mean, is there more? Is there another <laughs> microphone to uh, talk about? No, Don't this you is have it. Another one? No, you have no, another no, no, one. No, no, no. That was it. This is it. You have so another one. So now moving one. on to some news. How about that? What's the other one? This is it. What's the MBA 38? I just, we just talked about it. What's How the about Q92? Which one's Jessica? the Q92? Didn't she say there was two mics? Wasn't there, there supposed to be two mics? There's two on the goddamn show notes. You want to oh, fucking go? We'll go. My God. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Q92 and the MB47. The MB, the oh, MBA, oh, the MB47. MBA Jessica? 38. MBA Jessica 38. Cupferman, did right. you not hear... When I just talked about you the said it was MBA too big to carry 38. around. Oh, the because you were comparing them. Oh my God! You guys, listen, everybody. I just had a, a podcast with my co-host, and we were talking, and she completely didn't hear what I was saying. Like, zoned right so out. Those of you who are listening to the show, you all can reach out to Jessica and tell her what I was talking about because she was right here and she didn't get it. So I'm not going to explain it because she can't even click through the show notes to see what the link is. Oh, my God. So, so those people, if I could defend myself, there was a period of time when you were showing off the mic that that I was pretending to be Vanna White. And you didn't see that because you were looking into the camera and not at me. And that could have been the time that you were talking about the other microphone. I'm just saying. I'm just I, saying also. <laughs> People I was who clowning. are listening I was to this clowning. episode. I was clowning for our viewers. And it's possible that in that time, I did happen to tune out the other comparison of the microphone, which okay. which is more important that they know since they hang on your every word when it comes to tech. Let's as be opposed honest. To me, as opposed to me, who can't keep them all straight and don't know how they work. Okay, Jess, let's solve this That's problem all. right now. We're going to do this right now so that you can see, okay? Go ahead and go into our show notes, Jessica Kupferman, and click on the link. Click on it. Which one? The Samsung MBA38. Oh, that's the boom arm. Oh, Oops. my God. Okay, we just talked about that. <laughs> Holy sh shit. I didn't know that we were talking about that. That was the name of it. Oh, my God. This is what Oh my I'm god, saying. is this really what you're upset about? I heard every word you said about both the mic and the boom arm, but because I don't remember that that boom arm has a name very similar to the goddamn mic, I'm a villain. I'm the villain of this episode. I'm the I'm the Ursula Sea Witch of this Listen. episode because we talked about your goddamn boom arm and I didn't remember the technical fucking name of it. Well, you're looking at the show notes and you're not clicking through the link. That's true. Okay. This okay. is why this show is my favorite ep my favorite show, <laughs> even over my two shows. This right here. Okay. We're a little salty today. We'll calm down. We we aren't salty. Yeah, we're we, salty. We, we, no, we're we, not. We. We okay. are salty. I guess you're identifying as a we. We'll do that. Ready? <laughs> the news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. 
God. Shots like a compliment. Before we start with your news, I just want to say something. Yes. The Asian American Podcasters Association is having a an Asian podcast festival and it's May 20th. And I want to say something about it before we go on because if you are interested, I want you to all to attend. So they have created a list of 31 podcasts, some of which are recipients of the AAP's prestigious Golden Crane Podcast Awards to showcase during May's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, says co-founder Andy Wang. There are 31 shows folks can listen to for each of the days in May. It is one of the few updated lists of AAPI podcasts in existence. So we will put a link in the show notes, 17 podcast awards to keep your eye on this year. One of them being obviously the Crane Awards. But no, we're going to link to all of the AAPI podcasts. No, we will be linking to the list of the pod, not every podcast. We'll be listening, linking to the list that you can find on their website, which is aapodcasters.org. But check it out. Go to aapodcasters.org and also learn more about the festival there. Thank you. That's enough. Okay. I think they have some virtual tickets, too, in there. They might. They might. If you want to have that. So all the links for all of that (laughs) will be shared (laughs) in the show notes. Jenny made a funny. Jenny. (laughs) You want to read it? She said, I feel like we're watching a villain creation story. I'm I'm not sure which one of y'all's is the villain. I can tell you, it's always the skinny one. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. Come All on. Right. That was just that was just open for listen, that's just because I'm quick. That's not because I meant she it. is very quick. She is very quick. It's naturally other than Ursula, there aren't a lot of overweight villains, though. Ursula is just genius. She's I love Ursula. Poor so unfortunate souls. souls. Okay. We also want to say happy fourth anniversary to WOC podcasters. Yay, Yay, Danielle. And everybody that works over there and has done such incredible things in the past four years. It includes now creating another little human, which we talked about a couple of... And Andrea and our boss social media head honcho lady Andrea has also had a baby. So we have lots of spring babies. WOCpodcasters.org if you want to check out Women of Color Podcasters and happy, 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 happy birthday. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, and then I just have one last little bit of news of this type before we continue on to the actual news news that happened. Okay. I am going to be part of the Podcast Network Conference. So it's a conference about podcast networks that is happening on May 21st. The day after the other one. The, okay. Okay. And so that one you can find over at podworkconference.com. So please check out what's going on with that. You can get your tickets and all the things. Links will be. What are you going to be covering? The show notes. Uh, Podcast networks for women. So it's all all about podcast networks. So. And why are you on that panel? I don't know. Because they asked me to be. But you've never been on a network. Yeah, but the way that you talk about networks is also very What do you know, know about expansive. Po- I mean, you might networks. know a little bit about it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like networks. Networks can yeah. have different definitions. Can they? Because know? there's networks of women, there's networks of shows, there's networks. Okay. You no, know, networks. I was just wondering. Networking. 
I mean, I feel like networks is the one thing that you and I couldn't speak about because we don't have one and we're not on one and we've never been on one. We only can speak from other people's experiences. That's all. But it should be a great panel. Check it out, guys. You can do it. Oh, my God. Dude. (laughs) Maybe you should attend on the 21st and find out, Jess. Oh, if only I could. (laughs) Well, I think you can. (laughs) I I'm sure I I'm just kidding. I will. I will be there. Can. So on the news, the big news that happened this week. Would you like to let us know what happened? Me? Yeah. Facebook? Is that the one? I thought, yeah. I thought you just didn't want to talk about it that much. But yes, Facebook is removing all podcasts from the platform and it will stop allowing people to add their podcasts starting this week. Why? Let me guess. <laughs> I'm going to go with the fact that no one cared when it got there. No one cares that it's leaving and no one bothered to figure the fuck out how to put their show on it. (laughs) Those are my top three guesses. If anyone would like to argue, that's fine. I mean, we didn't even, did we, is it even on there? Yes. But wasn't it a whole shaboogie to put it on there? Like a whole thing? It was was the easiest thing ever. Yeah. All you did was drop in your RSS feed and boom, it did it for you. Okay. Then let me just say this. Since we've done that, we've never once mentioned it to anyone, including each other. We've never I talked think about that it. We we might have talked about it on the show, when but it we, we never said we didn't say, "Hey, go subscribe!" Like because you couldn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So you can't. You, you, it's a useless you, tool. It's useless, and that's why it's gone. And yes, and actually, who I um, agree with, because you are looking at it from the perspective of the users, right? From the meaning, the podcasters. That's yes. the perspective that you're speaking into this. True. You totally. You completely hit, nailed it. That's exactly. It's Most podcasters too. are like, what the fuck? Um, I didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, how do you do it? Con- totally confused. And then we had to explain to them. That you couldn't, there was just so many things. But I do think that the reason that this went away is because why does Facebook take things away? I mean, I think it's very smart for them to take this away because what they're doing is making room for shit to develop that's cool. Right. Boom. Boom. And I have that thing on our list to talk about today. So we will get into that shortly. All right. Good. 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 I think the other thing is they hate audio. They want video. They want something to watch. Well, their algorithm does hate audio, yes. I don't think that they hate audio. I think that they have business-wise, business-wise, as as a corporation, Meta is not looking to compete in this space because why? And who is their biggest competitor? I mean, certainly not Spotify. No, it's TikTok. TikTok, right? TikTok is running circles around them with all kinds. I mean, it keeps growing. I mean, it's TikTok is everything currently Facebook wants to be. Hence, that's why they're creating reels and all that. So they're optimizing everything to be sort of like a TikTok clone-ish type of thing. And audio isn't getting that kind of engagement. Something like TikTok gets by far. I mean, how many views, how many people like you can literally even in Instagram, you can create a reel and all of a sudden you have thousands of people watching that one reel out of the gate. You know what they should do instead of trying to be TikTok, which skews younger, even though I'm on there. I mean, I would say out of the billions and billions of people on there, the majority are probably like 18 to 35 ish. 
but Facebook has a different demographic. The Facebook demographic is more like 35 to 65 ish. Mm -hmm. And they should just lean into that shit. Like stop trying to be TikTok. Instead, put together things that we that we Generation X want to play with. We don't need right. to play with the kids' toys. They don't need to play with our toys. Stop trying to be each other. Put things up there like, you know, like, I don't know, like throwbacks to um, that movie with Winona Ryder in it. Or Oh, my God. There's a lot of those. The one, though. There's the one. With yeah. her and Ethan Bites. Ho- yes, thank you. Okay. Do like, you know, like, 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 pick out all the stuff the Generation X likes and just, just thwart it on your behalf Facebook because you're not getting the 18 year olds back they're not coming back they're just not even on reels there's never a teenager it's always an old person trying to tell me to love myself yeah <laughs> which is fine I'm working on it but <laughs> but like but like you're not going to see an influencer like flaunting their bikini because that's just not what we do on Facebook and Instagram. So like lean into your old people, man. We have feelings too and money. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. I think that if they start to even because that'll get them. How long would that get them? That would get them three. Well, three decades. Is it really going to get more people, though, Jess? I think what they want is more people to get on the platform. That's really ultimately what they want. Facebook? Yeah. I thought it was something like six billion people. Well, they want more. Well, they're not TikTok. You're not going to be TikTok. You've been around since 2008. Your wrinkles are showing. And so are your audiences. The amazing thing about TikTok is the algorithm. Because for me, when I go to TikTok, I see hunting videos and barbecuing mm. videos and videos about how to make dude cooking and stuff like that. Yeah. Because if you see the bikini girls and you're like, this bikini girls, you know, whatever. And yeah. then you go and all of a sudden there's a cooking video and you stop and watch it. It within minutes yeah, we'll show gets you rid one. of the bikini girls and then it's all cooking. You know, what's funny is you just brought up another thing about Facebook and TikTok that are interesting. Don't forget Facebook you are in charge of getting us to talk to each other. TikTok is in charge mm-hmm. of getting us to talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm always comfortable seeing my friends' TikToks. It's a little weird. Oh, not going to lie. That's true. It's fun, but it's a little weird. Whereas Facebook, that's where I want to see people's Halloween pictures and graduation pictures and college pics. That's where I want to see people and what they ate for lunch. That's what I want to see people and their new haircut. On TikTok, that does not fly. That is weird and a little uncomfortable. So I'm just saying, like, let's lean into what we are and stop trying to be what we're not. Although Facebook is getting into some really interesting high-tech stuff. And I'm wondering if you guys think it will just, like, wipe out Facebook as we know it. They're focusing on something that when they became meta and they start focusing on the metaverse, like, they are becoming something. They're foraying into a future first that is kind of important. There's a lot of folks. Yeah, Yeah. it seems to me that there's a lot of folks that are. uh, Yeah, I I I agree. I've been kind of sort of following that aspect of it, but at this point in time, they are it for the metaverse, and they are it. Like there is no other choice. And particularly when we're talking about the metaverse, is everything that you see inside of the Oculus, because the Oculus um, and the Oculus Two are obviously they are they they purchased oculus mm-hmm. facebook did mm-hmm. or meta mm-hmm. and now they have all the things and even 
using the Oculus in, in, in the little amount that I have as of now, I am, I, it's kind of exciting. It's a whole other frontier yeah. of being able to create something virtually. And yes, right now, nobody can really come join you. I mean, Jess is just trying to get me to come join her. And I have no friends on really Oculus, but join. I'm working on it. But it's. I'd like to buy everyone that works for us an Oculus so we can meet in there and have mm. fun. I don't know what we would do, but like, I'm, you know, I would like for us to record in there though. Right. I'm That's just trying first... to figure out how, to, how does one do that? Cause I, I think that there's like concerts and things happening in the metaverse. Yeah. So I'm, I think so. So this brings me to like, I don't want to say an announcement because I, I don't want to say I'm doing something and then not do it, which is often, but like yes. I thought of an idea for a show slash podcast where I do stuff that's like, in the smart metaverse type thing, like whatever is considered smart tech, I do it and show people how to do it. And I got this idea because when I was visiting my dad, he had his shoulder, he had his shoulder hurting and he was sick and like he had never used Instacart before. He had no food in the house. He had nothing to make him feel better. I went on Amazon, bought this and that. I went on Instacart, bought this and that. And then I didn't leave until I knew he knew how to get food for himself, you know, in case he or his wife are sick because when you get older, you're not really able to like schlep around at the grocery store. So I want people to know how to do things that are more convenient for them. And I think that tech can be, I mean, this is why we started She Podcast, right? Because tech can be intimidating. The metaverse is a big part of that though. Although I don't know what we're going to do in there yet. But since I forayed into it a tiny bit more than Elsie, here are the things that I think are neat about it. So yes, that Facebook did create what they call the metaverse, but the metaverse was already around. Anything that happens not in front of your face is the metaverse. For example, do you guys remember the Second Life game? Whether you've mm -hmm. played it or not, you know that you can set up an avatar, own property, your characters can do shit with each other. That's all in the metaverse because it doesn't you know, exist in real life, but it is happening. Right, it right. is happening, but it's not happening here in this universe. It's on the metaverse. Okay, so Facebook has done some interesting... I, I keep saying Facebook. Meta has done something interesting where with the Oculus and the... You know, it's not a monthly subscription. You pay for each app, but there are certain apps that come for free. And all of those invite you into the metaverse to fart around in there. So number one is called Venues, where you open a door and you look at your avatar in the mirror, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And then you get <laughs> transported. You get transported into a concert hall in the middle of the concert hall. Everyone is chit chatting with each other. Total strangers. Everyone in the world who is in this room is in this room together. And then like on the side of the walls are what look like garage doors. But in, under each garage door is something happening. For example, Pete Davidson's doing comedy. Billie Eilish has a concert. Foo Fighters. Basketball. And you can click a button and then whoosh, you're transformed into the event that's happening. And it kind of looks like it kind of looks like you have like you ever been in the theater and balcony seats. It kind of looks like that. It's happening in front of you, but also below you kind of. And this is how you can. I mean, you, you certainly don't have a seat that's far away. Anyone can see it. I could go in there with Elsie because you can meet in the concert hall. We could talk to each other while we're watching the Billie Eilish concert. It's fucking amazing. Then they introduced something called Horizons. So that was venue. That was venues. Horizon Worlds 
is where you create your own like like your own little rooms or buildings for whatever you want to do. Example, when I go in there, I see a list of stuff that's popular, a comedy club, a frat party. And I can go to these places if I want to. So if I want to go watch a movie, there's this theater. If I want to go do comedy, you go to the comedy club, whoosh, they transport you right there. Someone has built it with what looks like real. I mean, it's obviously not real because it's in your head, but it's like like audio equipment with a microphone. And you can just walk your little avatar up there and start telling jokes. Or if you wow. don't want to, you can be in the audience and heckle the person who's telling jokes oh my in real time to that person who's a total stranger. And then they open it up for you to make your own. Like, I haven't even gone into making our own thing. But like, if you go into the Oculus app, there's something called events. That shit is happening in Horizon Venues and Horizon Worlds. Meditation. People are teaching you how to paint with watercolor. DJ lessons. Anything you want to do, there's a lesson in there that's happening Tuesdays and Thursdays in the metaverse. So you put on your Oculus and you go do yoga with a room full of strangers. It's fucking insane. Why would you keep podcasts on Facebook when people are are like making their own universes to do yoga in? It's crazy. And they have the device and they own it. You, you know what I mean? It's like with the whole podcasting thing, Facebook got in a lot of trouble with the way that they wanted to technically do things. Um, they're, they're devs. Mm-hmm. Wanted to do technically things in a way that made sense to them so that that it could make it easier for people to consume podcasts on their platform, come mm-hmm. to find out that what they decided to do was going essentially against what the IAB stats are mm-hmm. around podcasting. So mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. essentially preloading audio files oh. so that it would be easier for people to consume the podcast, which makes sense, right? That you want somebody right, to- but it doesn't give stats, right? Tap on the thing, yeah. So it was totally distorting people's stats and making them like bigger. I didn't know that, that makes sense. Be- because that's what, obviously if you have IAB stats, you didn't see this. All of this stuff was filtered right. out. But there were a lot of people who were like, oh my God, I'm, you know, Facebook is doing great for me. And it's like, no, no, no. No, They're just reloading your shit. And so they had to have communications back and forth. And they were like, well, this is so that they could track delivery of their own possible sponsorship, right? Mm -hmm. For the all Mm -hmm. ads. And that's what they wanted to do, but they couldn't really do it because there's all of this other stuff that podcasting had already figured out, right? So, yeah, but I want to go back to the metaverse. Yes, go. No, go for it. Because I haven't, I've saved the best for last oh, about okay. the metaverse. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. So the last thing I want to tell you about is another free app with the Oculus and it's called Workrooms. And you transport yourself to a workroom And it's literally a conference table with whiteboards and chalkboards. And you can send a link to your friends to meet you there and have like a virtual meeting. But you're there in front of each other. You're not, but you are. I don't know. Is this better than Zoom? If you like being a cartoon, probably. There is probably something to be said for being able to draw on a whiteboard that you can't do, you know, I mean, you are able to do that via Zoom, but it has to be like with your mouse. So if I were, I mean, we haven't tried it yet. So yeah, yeah. But the way it works is the Oculus, you put it on, you go into workrooms and it says, okay, we have to scan your desk. And you look down and you select with your grippers, what are they called? I guess joystick handlers, whatever, your hands, you show them where your keyboard is and it goes, okay, you can put your grippers down now and start typing if you want to. 
and you're uh. like, sweet. So that part I think is really cool. The last part is you can start what they call casting immediately. So all you have to do is click a button on your headset. If you're connected to Facebook or YouTube, you will instantly start broadcasting what you're doing on there instantly. And if really, it, yes, you are instantly casting what you're doing in there. And, you know, even if you're even no one's watching, you're recording it so you can bring it back later, make it into a YouTube. So that's part of what I'd like to do, Elsie, is record our podcast in that and somehow either broadcast it live while we're in the metaverse or figure out how to record it with each other. It's tricky, though, right? Because like, yeah, like the audio, the audio, we can just do normal. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, we. I mean, you probably has good I mean, audio. I don't know. Well, we. I do want. I do want to show. It. I do want to test it, and I definitely want to show our audience, like what it looks like, what it's like to go in there. Mostly because I'm lonely, and I would really like it if some of you would get an Oculus and play with me in there, because like it's not fun <laughs> by myself with with strangers who are like, I mean, you know, they're just strangers. I have anyway, questions. Yeah. Okay. My question to you is: When you first put this thing on, mm-hmm. when you took it off. You had, uh, what's that called? Where you were dizzy. I forget what they call that. So you know how when you buy a piece of tech and you think you know how to use it and you just throw away the safety manual? Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that with the Oculus. You need the safety manual because it tells you, because there's two ways to move around in these universes. You can either scoot your way there where it looks like you're like, like zooming or you can just boop, pick a spot and then boom, you're there. If you decide to scoot yourself, it feels like you're in a moving vehicle. And especially because you can go fast, you get kind of motion sickness, even though you're sitting in one place. But then when you took it off, you, did you have what they call vertigo is what I'm thinking. of. Terrible vertigo. Because the other thing is they say, go slow at first, do 20 minutes at a time. First time I put it on two hours, maybe three. So not only did I go too fast, but I, I just, listen, I mean, you, you do get used to the sensation, but you do have to go slow at first because, I mean, imagine, I mean, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like, if you close your eyes and you can see a roller coaster, like, wouldn't you be like, Ugh. Maybe. I don't know about making you nervous. I can just tell you that, you know, it simulates movement. And if you're not moving and you do this for a long period of time, the first time, like, I haven't touched my Oculus in like a month. So when I go in there again, I'm going to have to go slow. But if I do it today and tomorrow, the next day, the next day, that should subside. My brain could be like, okay, we're popping into this now. You have piqued my interest where now I want to try to do a podcast from there. I like that idea. Like one, I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is there a way in some way, shape or form, because it's, you know, in terms of like connecting one idea with another idea, which is what I wanted to do when you were gone, Jess, yeah, I wanted yeah. to do like an AM. AMA right and I wanted to go into Twitter spaces but I wanted to record here and I wanted to stream there like I had all this like yeah. ch- chain linked things I love it. happening mm-hmm. but and so I think this can happen but you have to you kind of have a sort of reverse engineer all the bits and how to do what we do what we have to do right. is try it and fuck up really bad and figure out how to do it yeah but I think that part of it is that we should definitely do an extra episode meaning yeah, we'll do one that's only week. for that yes. so that it's not the episode that's meant to go on the feed. It actually is something we're putting on the YouTube channel or something yeah. that we'll just have as a reference. Something just to experiment with. Yeah. You guys are interested yeah. in seeing that. The last thing I want to talk about, and then I'll let everyone go. 
because I'm just going to go ahead and complicate things further. Oh, my God. In the metaverse, you can purchase things from one another to have in your house or you can pay for these classes with Bitcoin. Uh. You don't pay with money. You pay with Bitcoin, which brings us to NFTs. Non-fungible tokens. So it's not just like I thought originally it was just art collecting, which I don't understand in real life. So why would I understand it digitally? But it's not. You can buy an NFT, which unlocks experiences in the metaverse. So let's just say you buy a monkey with headphones. Well, you own that. But then if you somehow unlock it in the metaverse, maybe you have a monkey as a pet in your universe. I don't know. It's supposed to unlock some kind of experience. It doesn't just mean art. It can, but it can also mean like augmented reality in your office where like if you look at, at your office through your phone, the NFT can talk to you or you can go to the metaverse and make an art gallery of your NFTs to show off to other people. You can have your own F NFT museum if you want. I still don't understand how it works, but I know that Bitcoin is what they take for money there. So that's why I've been I've also been really curious about Bitcoin and NFTs and how they fit into the metaverse, because it's sort of like I've found another planet and I don't speak the language, but I feel like I can get a handle on it if I just hang out there and see what they do. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot to learn about all of the all the many. Yeah, different layers I'll just to... eat what they eat and play what they play and hopefully I'll get it. I don't know. I just bought an Oculus. Oh, my God. Right now. I love when you do shit like this. I know. I ordered a cheesecake one time when Jess and Melissa were talking Me about cheesecake. talking about cheesecake, and he was like, I just spent $60 on the cheesecake. But I'm so happy you did that. Thank I you. I was very resistant. I mean, I the only reason I'm not using the Oculus more is simply because it's time, outside right? of the scope of my everyday engagement. Yeah. And yeah. I rarely have time yeah. where I can kind of sit and relax and play around. And usually when I do have that time, I do something that's the easiest to, to the easiest to get my result. Right. I'm going to go straight. I'm going to go watch American Idol really quickly on my iPad versus take out the Oculus and mess around with that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. But if, if I have a longer period of time where we can definitely do it for a, a reason or something like that, I'm all for it. Here's a reason. I will give you a reason and I will give you, the listeners, another reason. It is mostly men who are using it. It is all men who are teaching it. Mm. We don't know anything about it as women. I mean, especially because Bitcoin and NFTs, they're a huge financial. It's a huge financial component. Like if yeah, we don't yeah. dip our toes in there and start fucking around, we're going to be left in the same position that we are with regular banks in America where the men make all the decisions. White dudes make all the decisions and we don't know shit. We just have to like put up with whatever rules they come up with. We need a seat at the table because this is like the wild, wild west. Same as podcasting, right? It was all right. men at the beginning. Almost no women. And so, I mean, I'm not saying they made some kind of weird universe, but this is them making a weird universe now. Like, right. we, like we want to. I understand. I think I that there's. There, a... And I want to be there first and I want to be there with you guys. Yeah. That's what's happening. Maybe we can figure that out. No, I think you're right. I think you nailed a lot of really interesting things it's there. Important. And it's like, it's also one of those things, Jess, I like how you're so excited about this. But when you are talking about this is how I feel when I talk about microphones. And I know. All I just tech. like to tease you about it. No, I know. I know, but I go deep into the stuff because of the same. Exactly what you just said is what I just For said microphones. 
just in a different webinar or meeting. I don't even know what you call what I was doing, but it's just the, it's one of those things where I can geek out over this stuff because you know why? And I keep telling it, nobody is, there are no women that are going so in depth into tech things. I agree. Anyway, do it. I totally agree. And I do feel like women who love tech should listen to you because you know, like it's just a completely different perspective that no one else has. I just right. like to tease you about it because that's what I do on this show. And also, but mind <laughs> you this, guys, I'm not like the be all end all as to like, you know, I know how to work all the things all the time. I just use the stuff and give you my experiences of what it is. And I've learned little bits. So I'm not sitting there having like a three hour tutorial on all the ins and outs of the capsule and the make and the difference between this and that. I'm giving it to you in the sense of like, this is how usable it is to me. Like if I were to be like in the same way that Jess was talking about, like I, we, I would be awesome for us to figure out like when would be really great time for us to use the metaverse? Like when would you use it? Like in our lives, it meaning in, in the day-to-day life, when could you establish that would it be like after dinner would it be like in the you know middle of the afternoon on a weekend you can use it to exercise yeah like yeah i mean like right now i mean i bought it just for fun and no other reason but but that's what i want to do is try and figure out a good use for it in our world how can we use it in our world how can we use it in the business world to meet with each other is there any advantage to that besides vertigo you know (laughs) and what would that be besides vertigo and i don't just want to find that out i want them to watch as we find it out you know i want them to see us figuring it out because why not us what you know instead of every other white kid with an oculus totally that's why one of the things that i love it's like you know there's so many people getting into youtube again even more right and that's one of the reasons i got into podcasting is because no one was doing it Mm -hmm. there's something incredibly appealing to me about that Yes. Where right. you're in it before anybody else thinks it's so cool. And exactly. then you just kind of go mess around with it. It's like, exactly. It's like a badge of honor to me of all of the different places that I remember. I remember Pounce. I don't know if any of y'all, I'm sure not nobody remembers, but I used to go into Pounce and then there was Posturus. That was my favorite microblogging website that I used to use all the time. And there's so many different things that I use that are now gone, mm-hmm. but it, it was an opportunity for me to meet people and connect with people and and do really neat things. And you make connections because you remember back in the day, we used to do these things. And in some way, it's going to inform how we move forward. But um, I think that we are wrapping it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to She Podcasts. If you are social, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at She Podcasts. You can always go to ShePodcasts.com and find out everything, including about our membership, about our live event happening this fall. You can also email us, feedback at ShePodcasts.com. Again, thank you so much for being with us. We love you. Mean it. Bye.